Welcome to this Girl Life podcast. We're your hosts, Whitney Kleiner and Kristen Kavan, best friends who understand the power of friendship, good conversations, and the realness of creating your best life. Each week, you can find us here having real, raw, unfiltered conversations that you want to have with your best friends. It's everything you need to know to master this girl life. Let's get it started. Welcome to This Girl Life. It's Whitney. And Kristen. We are your founders and hosts of This Girl Life. Welcome back. That's right. Welcome back, you guys. We are excited to have you here with us. I don't even know what episode this is. That's a good thing. It means we've had so many. I know, right? (laughs) We're we're getting up there. We're getting old. Um, Can I just tell you about my week? Let's just talk about this because, guys, it has... (laughs) Kristen... (laughs) Guys, so Sunday was Easter, God bless, and he is risen, and I got the flu, which I thought was the flu, like 103-degree fever. I haven't literally, as of today, eaten since Sunday, which it's now Wednesday. What a diet. Um, What a (laughs) diet. I will say, when I went to the doctor yesterday, I am only eight pounds away from my pre-baby weight, so this has helped. Wow. But on top of that, Quinny is sick. And then on top of that, my contractor didn't show again today. And then today, Lola caught a skunk and got skunked. And so now as I record, I sit in skunk must. Ooh, that is brutal. I may or may not have pooped my pants at some point in the last four days. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let you guys decide if I did or if I didn't. True or false? <laughs> Did Kristen poop her pants sometimes this week? We're going to ask you on Instagram. You let us know. So it's Wednesday. I have yet to eat a real meal, but I might be drinking wine tonight. <laughs> You'll feel that real fast. Also, you know, Kristen's having a hard week when on Instagram she was at the vet and she said, Happy Tuesday, and it's Wednesday. Oh. Did I not? Oh. You did. I'm going to have to correct that. <laughs> no, just let it go, girl. Just let I, it go. I. It's just been a week. It you has. Know? And I'm trying to be like that supporting, loving best friend. Like, I'm hugging you from afar. But I'm so happy because my husband comes home from deployment tomorrow. Woo! That, so I'm like, you know, I'm trying to just. It's No, it's, I would. Let's yeah. bask in your enjoyment and not my sorrow because your enjoyment is so good. Husband's coming home. Husband's coming home. Time to have a baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to at least start trying. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you guys go six months without your husband. It's like easy, you know? Yeah, no thanks. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So we're excited. We're pumped about it. And so excited for you. I know. And Blakely doesn't even understand it yet, but she will tomorrow. So. And he's coming to Scottsdale, right? So you he guys is. are going to have just like a huge family reunion. We're going to have a huge family reunion. And I'm so excited. She's making a sign. We have, you know, her little sign to make. And you guys, it's just going to be precious. So check us out. Well, I guess it won't be – this won't be live. But I'm going to be on Instagram, of course. Maybe I'll do a little highlight reel of our homecoming. You totally should. Yeah. So oh my God. So exciting. Yeah, we so it's been crazy. I'm sure all of you have had crazy weeks yourself. You know what I think it is? What? April. I was chatting with a girlfriend about this, and she's had a rough April too. And she's like, last April her daughter had the flu, and the April before, like, they were trying to get pregnant. And she's like, I think it's just April. And so that is what I'm chalking it up to. So next Wednesday or whenever May 1st comes, everything will be good. 
Everything will be good. April, yeah, April is a weird month. I mean, it's a good month for me. I had Blakely, but it's kind of that weird, like, it's not the new year, but we're not in summer yet, so everyone's kind of stir crazy. Totally. And life's just kind of, like, fucking with I think we lost Kristen. (laughs) I I think we lost you. Guys, what just happened? (laughs) Maybe it, like, bleeped me out. It was. It was like, (laughs) beep. I was like, I think we just lost Kristen, but maybe not. <laughs> that was the best ever. Oh, my god! I wish you guys could see us looking at each other <laughs> while we do this because that's the best part is our faces while we do this. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, it's I, maybe it's clearly saying to us, you need to move on. <laughs> Talk about your guests because we have literally an amazing girl boss on here for you guys. Are so you guys ready? Yeah. It's insane. Sarah Boyd, the founder of Simply. She's basically a PR. The dream yeah. for all influencers, really. Oh, yes. The dream for if, all influencers. If you want to be an influencer or are an influencer and want to be a better one, Sarah Boyd is your your dream girl, basically. Yeah. She, you guys, she has this drive that basically she just brings together like-minded people and she's just so positive she's so motivating and she through that she has created a digital space just beyond words like this girl I, I can't even we didn't even realize until we were doing like deep you know dive deep stalking on her that she literally she obviously created simply but she then I guess merged right with nylon or like bought something. Bought. Yeah, maybe they bought her out or something. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. But anyway, yeah. she now is the president of West Coast of Operations for nylon. For nylon. Nylon. We love nylon. She is a girl boss, and she's so dang cute. Oh, I she know. has the sweetest little family. She is. I mean, she's just the cutest. If you're not following her on Instagram, you should be. If you're not following Simply on Instagram, you should be. And, and you're just moms. Babes, box. Hello. Yeah, all the goods. She has created a box that has all the goods. All the and goods she for moms. So much about it today. I know. So you guys, this is the one of the the most fun episodes. You're gonna just need a pen and paper because you're gonna hear so many good wisdom nuggets. Yeah, and for you influencers out there, grab a huge stack of paper because you're gonna be taking so many notes on how to grow your space. Yes. All right. Well, up next, Sarah Boyd you guys today we have sarah boyd the creator of simply stylist she was named forbes female founder to watch she's a pr girl boss entrepreneur networking genius she's known as the dot connector she's a wife and a mom to a beautiful daughter named ava so let's welcome her to this girl life podcast welcome sarah hi thank you so much what an entrance i have there well you are Honestly, we're just so excited to have you on because you you are brilliant at what you do. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I love podcasts. I'm like a podcast junkie. Every morning on my way to the office, I'm like listening. On the way there and back, I get excited to get in my car and listen. So awesome. That's how I am. That is too. so exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Sarah. For our TGL listeners, we want you to go way back and give us a little bit of your story. And ultimately, how you got dubbed the dot connector. Okay. Well, 
uh, truth be told, I kind of dubbed myself the dot connector. <laughs> but um, I've always kind of been that girl that's like, you know, in your friendships, there's that one person that's the glue that keeps the friendships together and you're organizing the dinners and you're, you know, bringing everyone together and you're kind of always connecting everyone. Yes. That was always me. So ever since I was in, I don't know, middle school, I was kind of always that girl that was the connector. Um, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do until I think senior year of high school. Um, I knew I loved fashion, but I was in this small town in Pennsylvania that like the closest semi-cool shopping center was like two hours away. <laughs> but I thought, you know, BB was the coolest thing back then. That was like my best fashion. Totally. <laughs> um, uh, so I decided I went on like a field trip in high school and I decided um, it was with the Bonton and it was to be a buyer. And once I went on that field trip, I was like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. I want to be a buyer. I get to shop for a living. This is awesome. <laughs> and um, from there, that's how I decided where I wanted to go to school. So I, I knew I wanted to be in fashion merchandising, to be a buyer, um, narrowed it down to a few schools and ended up choosing um, Philadelphia University in Philly. Um, and about a year into school, I decided I did not want to be a buyer because it's like, <laughs> I realized what it really was. It was like corporate and running numbers all day and not actually shopping. So um, <laughs> I, I had a rude awakening. And um, in the meantime, my sister, who was 10 years older than me, lived in L.A. And every summer I'd go to visit her. And I just thought L.A. was the coolest place. Um, and I just always said, I'm going to move to L.A. I don't know what I'm going to do there, but I am definitely moving to L.A. after college. So that was kind of my goal once I started college and realized there were other ways to work in the fashion industry. Um, my sister was actually doing PR. And then I was like, well, that could be a cool job. I didn't even know that existed. And that's literally like after I graduated, I did my little stint in Europe and went with my best friend and had this whole fun trip before we became official adults. And then I moved to L.A. and actually started working with my sister. Um, she cool. started a PR firm. Um, doing fashion PR and I worked with her and she taught me everything. I look back to the day I moved here and I was just so like wide-eyed and bushy-tailed and yeah, <laughs> what I was doing. But um, what I did do well um, in the PR world was one thing was I was always kind and nice. Like I kind of brought the like Pennsylvania small town roots with me. Um, and if you know anything about the fashion industry, sometimes people aren't that nice, especially in PR. Um, you kind of were told like, you have to be aggressive and this like assertive, like almost mean type of person. And I did not want to be that. Um, so I was always the nice girl. Um, and I was a connector. So over the nine, 10 years I was in PR, I was out every single night at every event, taking meetings every single, I like, I could not meet enough people because that was just building my network. And, um, I was just social. I loved, I loved going out. I loved you know, meeting new people. I just was every single day. I was so excited to take on the day and meet new people and figure out how we could work together. So I did that for a long time and really built up my database, if you will, of like contacts yeah. and had fun along the way doing PR and learning, you know, everything there is to know about promoting a business and selling a business and how to position the brand and all of these really fun things and worked with 
I remember we launched Tom's Shoes, which was a really fun project from like, cool. literally he came from his, you know, trip and brought this, you know, ugly shoe at the time because <laughs> I knew what it was. <laughs> and literally it's like the next thing you know, we get him in LA Times and just see his brand grow. Like that was really cool to, to launch brands like Tom's. But then we also worked with, you know, already established brands and just did so much cool stuff over the, over the 10 years. So, wow. um, that was kind of my start in a That's nutshell. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So you did, you were 10 years in the business and then this was obviously before you created Moms and Babes Box, which we'll dive into next. So 10 years in, did you create Simply Stylist? Is that kind yeah. of when that started? So, yeah, exactly. So I was in PR forever and honestly working with my sister, which was great. Um, but I just didn't feel that sense of um, like life-changing experience every day. Like, you know, it's doing the same thing. It's building brands. Brands are never thankful for what you're doing. You're never good enough. And I was just, you know, I'm a pleaser. I want people to be happy. I want, you know, I, I want to change lives. So I kind of came to that point after about nine years that I wanted to do something where I was giving back and really helping other people. Um, so I, I, um, start, I quit my job and I gave myself three months to do our first conference we were like literally the first in the industry there. They didn't exist back then. And um, this was in 2011. Um, and I, I wanted to do a conference because I was lucky enough to have a sister that got me in the industry, but I met so many people that didn't have a connection and I wanted to create that platform for them to meet, you know, whether it's a stylist or a blogger or a designer, all of these really cool jobs in the industry. You kind of have to know someone right. and you can't really go to school for a lot of these jobs. So um, I wanted to do that for the fashion and beauty industry. So I did that um, through panels with experts, breakout sessions. Um, we would have brands there that they could meet with all of these like up and coming, you know, industry experts and influencers. So that was really why I started it. And I wanted it to be all about kindness. You can sit with us, not you can't sit with us and just make this amazing community of women. Um, so that's what I did. I quit my job. I was very fearless at the time. I was <laughs> like, whoa, but, um, yeah, I gave myself three months to do our first conference, which we did in LA end up having like 750 people there. And I was like, whoa, okay. I guess people want this. Yeah. Um, but again, it's like using those 10 years of being the nice girl. And I pulled all of my favors and all of my relationships for the people I was nice to over the years um, to, to do that conference. And then we kind of took that and moved to New York because we had a lot of interest there. Then we did Chicago and Dallas and, um, now we do it in Dubai. We, I mean, it's wow. grown so much and it's been so exciting to see just people all over the world, like know your brand and know your name and had speakers from like, you know, Vanessa Hudgens and Olivia Colpo and Kat Sadler was our host for years and just all of these really incredible amazing people in the industry like you know supported and um you know got to talk about their path to success and it's been really cool so now we've had over thousands of people that have attended hundreds of speakers um hundreds of brands work with us so that's been really cool um to see that little dream kind of turn into a, a reality yeah. uh, and from there then we expanded and added our digital arm of our business where we um, manage about 15 celebrities, but their digital platforms. So we do 
their partnerships and, you know, we advise them on like how to kind of navigate this digital space because, you know, we work with so many bloggers and, and all of that. It was, uh, it just kind of fell in my lap. To be honest, it was all of these girls I worked with in PR. <laughs> like, hey, you work in the blogging influencer world. Like, I've got a million followers. What can I do with that? So we, you know, I would just work with them. And I'm like, yeah, just put my name on your site. And that literally turned into our largest arm of our business now, which is our digital wow. network. Wow. So that, that's been really fun to learn. It's been like five years now that we launched that arm. And um, yeah, we're, we're still, our goal is connecting with kindness and educating um, people in the industry. Uh, we just launched our second online course now. Um with Simply, uh, which is like how to build and sell a business in five years, taught by me. I sold my business. I sold it two years ago to Nylon and Socialite. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it's been fun. It's definitely different from when I first started. Um, It started as just the conference and now it's kind of morphed and changed with the industry, but it's fun. I I have a bit of ADD, so I like to always (laughs) different every day. We (laughs) knew that you were going to be perfect for TGL, but when you started talking about working with kindness and things like that. We just, you know, we interviewed kind campaign a couple weeks ago and that's one of our, Uh it's amazing. And that's one of our big things is we want to spread positivity. And so it's just, it it just like further reassures how cool you are and how awesome your goal is and just in everything that you're doing. And one thing that, you know, Whitney and I do is we both are bloggers before we started the podcast. And so when do you, I mean, we're definitely smaller bloggers in, consider- in comparison <laughs> yeah. to the million million followers. You know, what can you do for if bloggers with 4,000 Instagram, <laughs> Instagram followers? But when do you think that the smaller influencers and smaller bloggers should pull the trigger and look into services like Socialite and, and, and these marketing services? Mm-hmm. Um, like having a manager, you mean? Yeah, and like having a digital media strategy and that kind of stuff. What, I mean, what do you think for smaller influencers like is that is there a space for them too oh yeah micro influencers are like booming right now it's crazy because the brands see so much more of an roi from micros because your engagement is so much higher and micros are considered like under a hundred thousand followers so you can be a micro for a long time until you you know kind of cross that threshold um in terms of having a manager i don't think it's worth it for anyone until you're up to like at least a hundred two hundred thousand followers it should be to the point where you cannot manage the incoming anymore you can't negotiate these massive deals like it's to that point i don't think it's worth it a for the manager to be spending that time um and b for the influencer because you have such little you know margins already it's i would keep it all for yourself and manage your own deals and work with a lot of those third-party sites that you can just kind of like um, connect all of your accounts too. It's very automatic. I think blog, love and activate for card, uh, collectively, like there's so many that you can just kind of manage yourself almost and just apply to all of these opportunities. Um, but in terms of strategy, start when you have a thousand followers, start like very small. You can always have a strategy, um, whether it's planning your feed on Unum or Planoly or strategizing, like what are your three key brand words that always like you have to stay within that, the, the brand of who you are, um, what brands you will work with, what brands you can't work with or you shouldn't work with. Um, and just having those guidelines set out really makes it clearer for you as opposed to like all these brands are coming out and you just want to say yes to everything. At least if you have a guideline and strategy of who you want to be and where you want to go, 
you'll know, you know, which path is best for you. Um, cause it does BRB, get- Sarah, I'm just writing all this stuff down <laughs> for my personal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets so overwhelming though, when you have all these things coming at you and you want to say yes to everything, but you know, always going back to like your brand Bible, if you will. And like, um, you know, just creating that no matter how small you are. Definitely. I love that brand Bible. Um, Me too. <laughs> yeah. So obviously we're deep within this. You're a business and digital media guru. What trends are you seeing in social media right now? And, you know, you're kind of already giving us those tips of what we can do to become social media superstars because I feel like that's what everyone wants these days. But what <laughs> right. trends are you seeing? So like I said, micro-influencers are a huge trend right now. So you guys are like right in there. Um <laughs> Another trend is, I mean, it's always kind of been a trend, but being super raw, super authentic, and super honest. Um, Out of our talent roster, the few that are very real, very open, they're getting all the deals because their followers really feel like they know them and they feel like they're their best friend, they're attainable, they could actually be them. It's like they could be their best friend. So having that really authentic relationship with your fans um, and followers is like huge. That's what every brand is looking for right now. Um, and brands are really looking for long-term partnerships. So, um, thinking a little longer term than like the one-off opportunities, um, partnerships, collaborations, um, and, and really making it authentic, like a real true authentic partnership. So a lot of the brands we work with, they want to make sure that that person actually loves their brand and loves their product. Um, so I always encourage my clients to, if like, don't, don't hold back on the tags. Like if you love a brand, tag them in your stories. They see that it's, you're directly dealing one-on-one with the brand partnerships manager usually. So if you truly love a product, give them some free love. So they know that you actually love the brand. Um, Mm -hmm. if you're kind of holding everything back for paid opportunities, it will really hinder you because then the brand won't see that there's an authentic, um, you know, partnership there. Yeah. That's such a great tip. I, well, I, when I started blogging and getting into it, I, I remember being like, I, I just didn't focus on the money aspect of it, I guess, you know? And I think I've, that's what so many people I fo- are focusing on is to get paid, to get paid. But to me, it's, it's so much more than just getting paid, you know, it it's building that audience. Like you're talking about in, that's again why we went this next step to create a podcast because we that was another goal. I mean, you're like hitting home. It <laughs> <laughs> was just creating an authentic space to where yeah. females can come. And again, it's it's a it's a hard world. It's hard finding best friends, you know, as females as we get older. And so finding that space, it's just being real and being authentic, it's the only way I think you can do it these days or you should do it. You know, no one wants right. to follow someone who's fake. So, yeah. yeah. And that's, I love that you said that. That's one of the reasons I started Simply was because after college, like it's so easy to meet friends in college and high school, but after that, how do you meet friends? Right. So right. that's what, another reason why I wanted to create this community and the conferences. Like I, like when people come in, I'm like, you have to go meet everyone. You have your name tag, you have your handles. Like go meet your friends. And we've had so many people that it's so cute. They've like become friends. They come to all the conferences together They're It's like built this really strong bond because they have that in common, but it's true. Like other than work, how else you meet people? You're not like going out to a bar and meeting a new girlfriend. It's, right. it's right. hard. So, and then it's like bringing in that whole nother aspect of like, you have a husband 
And now my yeah. husband has to like your husband or else oh, we're never going to go on double dates because I know. it's so, so like the- to find that couple friend that you love and they love and the kids like each other. And husband, <laughs> forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I feel like I'm learning so much for myself. It's amazing. So, okay. You've given us so many amazing tips on social media and life and everything. But if you had to pick one lesson, what would you say is the major lesson you've learned from launching your own company? Oh, gosh. So many. Give um, us a nugget. <laughs> you've already given us so many good little nuggets. But Okay, here's, here's one that I tell a lot of times. So when I first started my company, it's similar to like the planning and the brand Bible. When I first started my company, um, I worked from home. So I treated it like a true business day. I would wake up, I would get dressed. I would go in the other room, have a true work day. And what I would do every year is I'd get those huge post-it notes that you put on the wall that are like life size. And every year, um, I would do like financial goals, um, every month, every year, every, you know, put all those goals up there. I would put sponsor goals and then I would put like speaker or talent goals. And I would just put like the biggest names I could think of, like anyone, it, not, nothing is too big or too small. And I would just put my goals who's on brand for us, who I would love to have. Same with um, our partner and sponsor goals. Because A, you never know what you're going after unless you actually put it put a list together. Um, and then B, I would look at that list a year, two, three, five years later. I swear we hit probably 99% of that list. Wow. And I was like, there's no way. (laughs) And honestly, it works because you put it out there, you have your goals and yes, there are huge goals, but you know where you're going to achieve them. Like, like you, you kind of use your stepping stones to get to these big milestones. And when you put that list away and then you've got to clean out your closet a couple years later, I remember when I had that moment and I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, we almost worked with every single brand and speaker that I put on this list. It's crazy. Cool. I'm buying large post-it notes right when we get done. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And just fill your wall, like have a whole day. Like that's the thing. So many people get so locked into their computer. Take a day, don't work at all and have a day of just strategy and planning and just think about what's the future of your brand. Where do you want to be? How do you want to get there? And so many people don't do that. And it's so simple and do it with your girlfriends, like have some wine and do it and like do it for everyone's business. And, uh, I think that's really, really helpful um, just to kind of have that guide. Yes. I love that. I love it. It's almost like manifesting. Again, this is a little woo-woo, but it is. I love, I'm all about that. I think you can 100%. And when you see it every day and you put it out there, it -hmm. just drives it home. It like, you know, you see that every day. So yes, I knew when I um, sold my business, I had this like epiphany when I was, uh, I had a new baby and I was going on like two hour walks to get her to go to sleep. So it was kind of my meditation every morning. Cause when do you ever take two hours to just go for a walk when you're running a small business? Never. Um, so I, I remember I was like, okay, I've built this company as big as I can with, you know, all my favors and all of my like hustle mentality. Like I can't do this by myself anymore or with four people. Like I need a bigger backing. And so I went home and I got that big post-it note out and I put like companies that I think would be uh, a good, a good company to go out to and why. And I crafted an email and like next day sent the email and I was like, it's happening. And that's another thing is just doing it. Like so many people I talk to, 
they're scared to just pull the trigger and do it. But how is anything going to happen unless you, you go? Right. I love that. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. Speaking of my heart, girl. I know. (laughs) No, it's true. And I need these, I need these damn post-it notes. I know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. So we love knowing people's days and what, get real specific and tell us what a typical day looks like for you. A tip like down to your coffee okay. order. Yeah, coffee order. <laughs> My coffee order? Okay. So, I mean, every day obviously is so different. Um, yesterday was supposed to be a very productive day, but then my daughter had a fever all night and I'm in urgent care. Uh-huh. So, you know, that happens and you just got to roll with the punches. But um, a typical day, I'm usually up around 630. Uh, I wake up. Usually, you know, check to see if anything urgent's happening on my phone. Um, I'm a tea drinker, so I have my little Keurig at home. So I'll pour like a green tea, take a shower. Um, usually I'll do some emails, maybe a conference call, something like that between like eight and nine. Um, and then depending on the, on the day, I'll bring my daughter to school. She goes like three days a week. The other two days, my nanny comes at eight. Um, get to spend some time with Ava. My husband leaves super early. He commutes to Orange County every day. So he's like out the door and I'm still asleep pretty much. Um, and then I'll get into the office between like 9, 9.30. Um, I like to like crank out the business when I first get in um, all the emails. And then usually I'll take one to two in-person meetings every day, whether they're coming to my office or me meeting them for lunch. Um, usually I would say two to five calls, like conference calls or update calls, um, whether that's talking to a brand that wants to work with us, talking to a brand that wants to work with our talent, um, a strategy plan. We just did this like huge three city tour with Kristen Sider. So lots of calls about venues and event planning and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so it kind of depends on what's on our plate at the time. And then I do boxing two days a week. So I'll, I'll leave and do that. I'm obsessed. I do prevail here in LA and, uh, I try to get in my two days of exercise a week. Nice. If I'm lucky. Um, and then I go home and get to spend time with my family and see my daughter and uh, have dinner. And um, and then I work on Moms and Babes at night. There you go. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, yeah, my other business. Um, so, yeah, I'll try to go to, like, networking events or dinners or something like that maybe once a week um, or hang out with friends. Yeah. And then weekends we just chill. We'll go, sometimes go to our Lake Arrowhead house, which is like our little getaway in the mountains, um, or just hang out at the house and like do nothing and just, you know, do kid stuff. Be normal. Uh, It's like a really good productive day. (laughs) Yeah. I say no to a lot more now that I have a kid and it's just what's more important than hanging out with your daughter. I know I have, Uh, our daughters are really close in age. So yours, I think was born in January. Mine was just turned three in April. Oh yeah. yeah, it's age and you just, it's all you want to do is just be with them, but you know, you gotta work. So. I know it's fun age. Mm-hmm. So what's one thing like you mentioned earlier before we got on that you love podcasts. So what, is there a specific podcast that you love a great book? What's kind of inspired you and helped you to continue to grow in your business? Yeah, no, I feel like I'm such a sponge. I always want to learn from other entrepreneurs and, and things you know, on podcasts or websites. So I love listening to, um, Julie Solomon, the influencer podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, she's also a good friend of mine, lives right down the street. Uh, and I've 
it's been so cool to see her grow too. Yeah. Um, I love how I built this by Guy Raz. Mm-hmm. That's like so good favorite. And <laughs> it's so cool to hear these entrepreneurial stories. Like you see yourself in all of them. And, um, yeah, I love listening to those stories. He finds really great guests. Um, I love Jana Kramer's podcast, oh. Wind Down. Um, hers yes, is so yeah. good and so real and so authentic. So it's I take a lot in terms of relationships from that. Um, I love uh, uh, Second Life by Hillary Kerr. I love that so good. Hers is really good. Um, gosh, I have so many. Um, <laughs> but in terms of like business, I would say those are the yeah. few that I, that I really look to. Um, Rebecca Minkoff has a good one. I forget the name of it, but yeah, she's got one too. So yeah, I, I love it. And I feel yeah. like I've learned something from every single podcast I listen to. And now I'm like, if I'm just listening to the radio, like I'm not learning. I always, <laughs> so it's, it's cool to, you know, be able to use that time efficiently. Yes. I think one thing that's cool about the podcast you mentioned is they're all, well, the three girls, like they're all girls you'd want to hang out with and learn from. Yeah. And it goes back to your earlier conversation of like, they're all so authentic. And that's why I think you see them grow. So they're growing so quickly is yeah. because like with Jana's, like you feel like, you know, her, you know, and you feel like you, you hear her pain, you feel her joy. You feel like that's something that I've related to hers on a lot. And so I yeah. think that's cool that all three of yours definitely touch on kind of that they're all very different what they talk about, but like that same theme of you feel like, you know, those girls. Yeah. And I actually do know them and they truly are that. <laughs> like some people you're like, Oh, they're so cool. And then you meet them in real life. You're like, you're not even like that. But they truly <laughs> are like, they, they're, they're exactly who they say they yeah. are on their podcast, you know? Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, we're going to dive in to, to go and talk about moms and babes box. Um, how, how did you go from simply to moms and babes box, the, you know, and creating this business? Yeah. So it was actually Jana's idea. Um, and we had signed, we started working with Jana, um, January was a year. So not that long ago, like a year and a half ago. Um, and after a few months of working together, she saw, you know, we got her the FabFitFun sponsorship that, who doesn't do one with that, you know, and she got that <laughs> partnership and she's like, well, this is really cool, but there's nothing in the marketplace for moms and their kids. And we both have daughters the same age, um, Ava and Jolie, and we would always get together. She lives down the street from me and we, you know, got really close once we started working together. And, um, she's like, why don't we start like a subscription box for moms and their kids? And I was like, yeah, I'm in like, <laughs> I have so much time. Okay. Um, I didn't think about that part. But I was like, that's such a great idea because you want, as a mom, are you both moms? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, as a mom, you never want to buy yourself anything, right? It's like, you have to buy it for your kid or you feel guilty, like doing anything for yourself. So this is kind of, it gives you the pampering that mom needs. And also it's a fun experience with your kid. So um, from there, we were just like, bada bing, bada boom, got a logo. Da, da. And like, before you know it, we have company. So I'm like, okay, let's, let's, let's do it. And, um, so that happened in June. And then by August we had our first box. And wow. so, so it's a quarterly subscription. Um, you can choose, uh, the infant and mom box, the toddler and mom, or just the mom for like only mom products. Um, and you can subscribe and you can get one time only. And, um, it's awesome because every three months then you get this like new fun surprise. Uh, you get to open it with your kid. They love it. And then mom gets like 
all the pampering that she needs. So <laughs> fun. Um, but it's, you know, another business. So it's after Ava's in bed, it's my, you know, 10 to midnight job, but we, we just hired our first employee, which is so exciting, especially for me, because I'm the yeah. one doing everything. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun to, um, see that grow and it's just our passion project and we yeah. love, you know, anything you can do in the mom space is super fun. Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been great. We just launched our third box. How has the response been? How have, how have people been receiving it? They love it. And everyone's doing like the unboxings and the kids are having fun and the mom's having fun. Oh. I think they really appreciate that. Um, it's something for them, you yeah. know, and, and it's not, you don't feel guilty buying it. Right. Do yeah. you two decide what goes into each box? And then can you tell us a couple of your favorite products that have been in recent boxes? Yeah, we, yes, we approve every single thing that goes in it. Um, and it's products that like we, as moms, we would use or need and, you know, everything from like a hair loss serum for the infant box. Cause like, hello, you yeah. use it's, like all of your hair. Um, but it's like expensive. You're never going to buy that for yourself, but like, Oh, thank you. You thought of me as a new mom. So there's things like that. And then we had like, um, you know, serums and face creams that are like $85, uh, in one of them, like that more than pays for the box, just that one product. Yeah. And then we've had, uh, you know, like Dove puts in like dry shampoo. Yeah. Who doesn't need that as a mom? So it's, (laughs) you know, things like that from like really expensive, like, uh, skincare products to, you know, just the everyday necessities that like as a mom you need. Uh, so eye brightening cream, um, for tired eyes, concealer, just all the things. Um, so it's been so much fun and, uh, we, we love doing it and we get to hang out and just like do photo shoots with the girls and fun project for us. So I think what, when Whitney and I were doing a lot of research on you and what we really admire about what you do is you saw the need, you scale the business, you created it. I mean, how do you manage it all? Like you kind of have mentioned, like, this is your 10 to midnight. Like, I mean, I have a full-time job and a baby and like, I'm trying to do this too. And I don't know how we do it. Like, how do you do it? I don't know on how you do this. I did have a bit of a mental breakdown after six months of doing everything. And then we hired an employee because I was like, I am doing a lot and I can do a lot, but like I have hit my like breaking point because, you know, my job is very demanding, like daytime job. Having a kid, I have two stepsons too that are 14 and 18. I have a husband. I have, you know, two houses, like dealing with that. It's just, I was done. And <laughs> finally, I was like, I, got, I never asked for help. And I'm like, Jenna, we got to hire someone. She's like, okay, like, just tell me, let's do it. So um, thank God we, we ended up hiring. Her name's Jamie and she's been phenomenal. Just kind of taking on, I was like customer service. I was, And I was like, I can't answer everyone in time. I was just losing my mind. And um, she's really taken on that role, which has been incredible. She's doing customer service. She's doing like on the brand onboardings, um, just dealing with our fulfillment center, just all these little things that take up so much time that she's now handling, which is amazing. Yeah. It's just like knowing to ask when to ask for help, you know, just. Yeah. I should have asked sooner, (laughs) but. Which as a mom, there's some guilt in that sometimes, you know, like we're moms, we are supposed to be able to do it all. Right. But I feel like there's no shame in being like, okay, I'm done. I need yeah. help. Tap it's out. time. 
tap out. Yeah. It was good for me because I did get to learn all the steps and how to actually run the business. Mm-hmm. If I just pass it off to someone else, then I don't really know what I'm doing. Right. Um, so it's good to know all of that, but one to also pass it off. Sure. Right. And maybe this kind of transitions into our next question. Three quick tips for someone who has a great idea, like how you and Jana had this great idea, who want to start a business. Mm-hmm. So what are three quick tips? And one of them might be like asking for help. <laughs> yeah. Um, buying the domain name. That's a good one. Um, setting up an email address because then it makes you feel really official. Yes, it does. <laughs> as little as that sounds, like it does. It really makes you feel like having a logo and a signature and your email address and your website. Like that's the first thing we did when we had the idea. We thought of the name. We went right on to GoDaddy and like purchased everything. It doesn't cost much, but at least then you're like, okay, right. it's happening. Um, so I'd say that and then just do. Like go, do, make it happen. Um, and taking that step because so many people have ideas, but not, not that many people actually execute on it. So I think um, just making it happen. Um, and for us, we broke it down to a lot of different steps. Like first there's our logo, then building our website and figuring out like what the business looked like. And then, okay, well, we need a box. Let's go find a box manufacturer to design it. We need a warehouse. Let's go find that. So it was kind of just checking off all the steps and like putting it into smaller digestible pieces as opposed to we're starting this huge business, <laughs> you know, and not yeah. thinking like that big. It's just, okay, each step along the way. Yes, mm-hmm. that's great. Great tips. Yeah. That is a great tip. Okay. So Sarah, on TGL, one thing that we ask every single guest that comes on is what is the best piece of advice you have ever received from your best friend? My best friend? I think she always tells me to stay real. And you always, she's, every time I see her, she's like, you're still the same Sarah from college. And she's like, you know, she lives in a small town and she can't believe everything that I've done. She's like, hold up, wait, how are you not a different person? And she's like, I love that about you, that you just stay real. You're the same exact person that I knew 15 years ago. And keep doing that. Like, she always tells me that. And I think that served me well. Um, because that's, you know, it, you don't want to turn into some fake different person. Um, that's why people love you. Because you're, again, going back to the real authentic self. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's key. That yeah. speaks a lot to your character. That's really, I love that. Yes. All right. Well, where where can our listeners find you and stalk you? Give us all of your your Instagram and share yeah. with So um, my Instagram is Sarah P. Boyd. Um, and Moms and Babes is Moms and Babes Box on Instagram. And then Simply is just at Simply. And um, yeah. Well, perfect. We're going to put it on our website. We have um, a little... We do a little post on each of our guests. So, of course, our listeners can find all of your information there. And we just feel so lucky to have had you on today and to pick your brain because you really are your great a guru. You. You're a guru, but oh, you know what? You, you are a beautiful person. You're just a genuine yeah. person. And everything that you've talked about today, I feel like, is so relevant to what a lot of, especially our age girls, are trying to do right now. And yeah. Everyone wants to tap into this market. And I think everything you talked about today is so relevant and so cool. And just, yeah, I think everyone's going to walk away. Well, if anyone wants to learn more, we just launched our online course. 
um, taught by me, and it's just simply dash inc slash course. Um, and I have eight incredible entrepreneurs as guest teachers. So like the co-founder of FabFitFun, Katie Rosen Kitchens, Jesse Draper, who's like a huge female investor. Um, we have Jana's on it talking about social media, all these really incredible ladies. And then of course me, and it's like 10 hours of content on building a business. So like all of these oh, things cool. that we talked about it just goes way more into depth. You get worksheets, you get all the things and it's under 500 bucks. Perfect. We will link that to our website Thank as well. You. So everyone can go find that as well. That is so cool. Yes. Thanks. That's, that was a labor of love the last six months. <laughs> My gosh. But it's, it's awesome. I'm sure. Well, great talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on TGL. Thank you for having me. Hey guys, before you leave, we want to tell you about the newest panties we're trying. Yes, we're talking panties. Ladies, Appeal Panties are for the everyday woman and girl on the go. This underwear is an everyday underwear with a sewn-in, ultra-thin, power mesh panty liner for extra protection that is washable, and the material is so dang cozy. It's so cozy. And these panties are perfect for prenatal or post-baby. Let's be honest, we all hated having to wear those bulky pads when we got home from the hospital. I just wanted to be back in my cute, comfy undies. Oh, totally. Those pads were terrible. Awful. Enter appeal panties. Or maybe you have sporadic periods and spotting. Hello, appeal. Guys, appeal protects against the unforeseen, and they can be used daily by many women who prefer this protection. It's for all women and girls who are transitioning into the seven stages of womanhood. Check them out at appeal.com.